welcome to the Loving Lake Geneva podcast. I'm your host, Karen Stray Rappaport. Each episode, I take an outside-the-wake look at the area's most interesting people, places, and happenings. It's another great day here in Lake Geneva, and the lake looks stunning, so let's jump right in. Well, one of the most special attractions we have here in Lake Geneva actually takes place in the winter, very ironic being a lake community, but it's the ice castles, which is like experiencing this fabulous winter fairy tale. And today we are lucky enough to have with us the founder of this incredible phenomenon, Brent Christensen. Welcome, Brent. Oh, thank you. How are you, Karen? Great. Well, first of all, tell us where where are you calling us from? Are you like in the North Pole or Iceland <laughs> building ice castles? Right. No, I'm <laughs> I'm uh, near my home in Utah. I'm just returning. I was up at uh, we have a location here in Utah and I'm just uh, kind of halfway between here and there right now. This is probably a busy time for you. Well, I, I know, yeah. you know, for you have to really experience the ice castles to understand how awe-inspiring it is. But for people who haven't been there, can you try to explain what it is and what they can expect when they visit? Yeah, so it, it is quite different. And you are right. I think the best way is just to go and be in, you know, be in the experience. We try to make each ice castle a very immersive experience and very ethereal so when when you come into an ice castle we try to create an experience where all that is around you is is ice and uh you may be in uh midway utah or lake geneva wisconsin but once you're inside the experience we try to build it out in such a way that the experience feels like you're in a different um completely different realm or different world so you're going to be surrounded by flowing icicles and and glowing walls of ice and slides and fountains and and uh, if you've ever been in a, a um, like a glacier, most people haven't, but um, maybe that would be the closest thing if you're in, you know if you've ever been had a chance to go inside of a glacier or an ice cave. Sometimes up at the Great Lakes, they have some ice caves that form. It really, like you said, you know, when you're inside, you kind of forget where you are. You feel like you're in a movie or in another country or like you said, in a glacier. It's, it is pretty extraordinary. And we are lucky enough to have one right here in Lake Geneva, but how many are there in the country? Uh, we will have five this year. Um, at one point we were up six right before COVID and we had to pull out of Canada and, and we've added a couple locations since then. So we're at five and uh, we, we have uh, Minnesota, uh, New York, New Hampshire, and Utah, as well as Lake Geneva. Well, and so it is, it's the talk of the town starting now, as soon as, you know, the weather starts to, to get ice castle worthy um, and we start to see them start to grow, but Every year it is, it's the talk of the town and the hottest ticket in town, but how, so I, I know people are going to anxious to hear your story and how did this all begin for you? Uh, quite all by, um, just by happenstance or by accident, I guess, maybe not accident might not be the good word for it, but years and years ago, I moved uh, with my family, I brought my family to Utah from California. I grew up in California which is a little ironic, Very. but um, came to Utah. And uh, so 
living in, I, I'd been in cold places before, but actually living in a cold environment was something new. So uh, we'd go out and attempt to build igloos and different things and ice forts. And just so in a, in a nutshell, it was a lot of uh, several years of just experimenting and playing. And, uh, and one year it was kind of pivotal. I, I discovered the method that we use, which is icicles and spraying water and fusing them in formations that changed everything and allowed us to allowed me to take this to a, a bigger stage. And since then I've got business partners and some amazing field managers all over the country. And it wasn't what I set out to do. I didn't have anything in mind when I started, but it, it kind of just went that way. So did you just like start building ice castles in your yard or? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did you? Yeah. The first one was in my yard and uh, the first, the first few were just different kinds of snow forts and ice forts. And the, the first one that is actually similar to what we do now is obviously smaller, but um, there was a lot of really good response to that from, you know, a couple uh, local news stations as well as a lot of people would drive by. And so the following year, I was able, after a lot of driving around and talking to towns and resorts, I was able to find one resort that allowed me to um, build one uh, in front of their resort. And um, it kind of took off from there. And how do you choose? Like, how did you choose like Geneva? Uh, well, a big part of it has to do with, um, there's a number of things. Uh, we'll start with weather. Obviously, it needs to get cold. And um, I know you probably will disagree with me, but I wish Lake Geneva was even colder than it is. It's not <laughs> one of our colder locations. And so sometimes the seasons are a little short, but it's the the demand. And this is where it comes to um, the demographics. You know, you, we're pulling from different places in Wisconsin as well as outside of Chicago. So there's a huge demand. Uh, we can go to Alaska and build one, but we probably wouldn't have too many people come to see it. So we have to balance all of that. And you have to have access to water and uh, drainage and parking is a big one. And then lastly, um, what's really become evident to me is one of the most important parts is our partner. And in Lake Geneva, it's Geneva National. They've been, well, the city itself was great to work with when we were down in Riviera. And Geneva National has been fantastic to work with. So uh, all the sites where we're at now, um, that's a that's a key denominator. Is is we have some really good municipalities and and businesses that we uh, coordinate with. Now you did. Um, I I was there when it was on the beach, and then I've been there at Geneva National. What made you decide to move it from one location to another? Just was it parking? <laughs> <laughs> a couple things parking we've been in a couple places where people just walk from all over town so that's really not so much it in fact we really like being in a metro area down in the town it was really great um building an ice castle on sand believe it or not is really tricky yeah it just it destroyed a lot of our equipment and the other thing was um uh some you know we learned from it but the the sunlight reflecting off the water then onto the castle as we were right down on the water, um, you know, until, especially until the lake froze, that was really, really tough to stay ahead of the, um, the melting from the sun. 
And it was a really tiny little spot. It was really cool, but it didn't allow us to build all the features that we would normally build and accommodate the numbers of people that would normally like to come out. Yeah, I can't believe how much bigger it is now. And what what do you always have plans to do new things, expand it, or are you just sticking with what's working? The design is always different. We try to expand on features that the customers really enjoy. I know those slides are a big hit. Yeah, the slides <laughs> will never go away. Those are here today. Those are a big deal. So sometimes we'll add an additional slide, but we'll always have slides. The uh, we, we try to do improved lighting where we can. Um, one of the things that we're working with in Lake Geneva is we're running all the water through a filtration system because it hasn't always been as clear and bright and blue um, because of the, um, I guess, the minerals in the water. So that's one way we're trying to improve the experience there. And we're also on the outside of the castle as you're approaching into the castle, um, we have some additional experiences out there. So it is able to prolong the experience for the guests. Um, we have the concessions out there and there's going to be some, some cool lit, you know, we're putting up, they're not real trees, but we're putting up some, um, some led trees outside and some other things that to just help entertain people. So, yeah, we try to make it a little obviously different every year, but hopefully add to it to make it a better experience. So, yeah, I have not been over there in the last week. Have you started growing the icicles now that it's getting cold or or pretty soon? When do you start? Not yet. Not yet. There's a pretty extensive setup period uh, when we take possession of a site. We have to roll out several miles of this irrigation polytubing. Likewise, with all the, the you know speaker cables and the, the wiring for the lights and put our shops in place. So it's that's pretty extensive. And then we wait for the cold weather. It's not quite, I haven't looked at the forecast there. We may get a little bit of a dip in the weather, but um, it will warm up. So we try not to spend too much time. You know, if the forecast looks solid, yeah, we really hit it. But typically we'll get a little bit of a cold down. We'll try to build stuff and it'll all melt. <laughs> I've, I've seen down. that happen. I feel so bad for those guys that are out there. <laughs> How many cold days do you need in a row? To oh, um. If it was just straight cold, um, in order to go from the grass to build a castle tech, we can open. I'd say it would be like three weeks. It depends on how cold, you know, like Minnesota, we'll, we'll have weeks where we don't go above freezing ever. Um, or sometimes we'll stay down in the single digits for a week or two on end, which is pretty brutal but it allows us to go really fast so i'd say a few weeks is usually what it takes us to build a, a castle that will be a good experience for everybody if you can kind of just explain on a in layman's terms how how do you grow these i mean what does it start with and how, how does it um okay yeah magically appear the, yeah yeah right we wave a wand and we come <laughs> that's back. what it seems that, like that would be really nice <laughs> there are uh 10,000 labor hours, Oof. typically sometimes more to build it. But we start in the grass. In this case, at Lake uh, Geneva National, we start, we put out all of our irrigation system to deliver water. We water sprays and um, we design the castle where we want the features to grow. And we lay out our irrigation system accordingly. And then we grow icicles. We have an icicle farm. <laughs> and so 
that's our building material really is icicles fused in formations and then we spray them and then we add more to that and you know after a few days we could be six or seven feet off the ground or after a week we could be you know 20 feet high in some cases if the weather's really cold so it's a it's an additive process and these laborers like are they trained locally or you have a crew that kind of moves around uh we we send our crew like here in utah today we've got some from minnesota some from new york uh someone from new hampshire was out helping out um so we send our crew around but um most of our crew at each location we try their most of their work will be done in state and for example in lake geneva i would say the vast majority of uh including the manager and assistant manager and all the ice artisans are all from Wisconsin, not far from Lake Geneva, if if not from Lake Geneva. And have you had any, you know, we hear of all these employment issues. Have you had a problem finding people in the last few years? It's always a battle. It's always a struggle and finding the right, you know, we obviously need to ra- have had needed to raise our wages in order to compete like everyone else. In some places, not so much in Lake Geneva, because we have a lot of locals, a lot of places we have to rent homes that we can then rent to, so that they have housing when they come in. And so, um, and then just finding the right people through the right um, um, avenues. We, we end up with a lot of people at our other sites who uh, typically they'll have a summer job. Sometimes they will be a rafting guide or a climbing guide, or they'll work in Alaska doing something crazy. And uh, then in the winter, they come to work for us. So it's, it's been an interesting learning curve to try to figure out how to find the people and enough people. But yeah, we've, we've struggled like everyone else for sure. So, you know, some people would look at this and say, Oh, the ice castle, that's, that's so cool. You know, I'll take my kids for people who think it's only for kids. What do you say to that? Well, kids love it for sure. But I, I, I think adults like enjoy it more to be honest, especially if you've never been because there's a relative amount of novelty. The older you get without seeing something, then when you experience it, it's even more fantastic, right? I don't know if that makes sense. One of the first ones I built in front of my house, um, a car pulled up and I went out and chatted with him. And it was an elderly gentleman sitting in the passenger seat. He couldn't get out and he was 90 years old or something. And he, he said, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen, and which kind of drove the point home that... Um, the the older you get the more you appreciate something that's new and novel and i think so i think uh, all ages enjoy it i personally enjoy watching 40 50 year olds coming down the slide giggling and laughing and acting like kids because who doesn't want to do that that was me and my college roommates last year (laughs) and i i had somebody who said this is on my bucket list will you get us tickets and so the, they came in from out of town and we went and we had so much fun and we're doing the theme of ice castles while pretending to ice skate and dancing to ice ice baby and acting like idiots. And it was so much fun. That's, and that's perfect. Right. <laughs> so yeah. I, I see well, a lot of adults having a just as good a time as the kids. Oh, at least. Yeah, at least. Well, kids love it. I think, you know, a two year old, they're not going to really know what's going on, whereas like older children or adults are like wow this is really something different and and beautiful 
So I think all ages are going to yeah. like it. For people who haven't gone again, I see all the chatter online and, you know, they're like, what do we expect? How long is it going to take? What do we wear? All these questions and, you know, not knowing what to expect. Can you just kind of walk us through to answer some of those questions? Yeah. So the first thing that we always tell people and I, yeah, because it depends on where they're coming. If they're coming from Chicago, it's not as cold maybe as where they're going to end up. Like in Utah, we get a lot dress. It's out <laughs> People will ask, is it cold inside? And um, <laughs> it's open air for the most part. There are tunnels and things, but it's open air. And so you're going to be and it's ice. outside. It's <laughs> ice. You're standing on ice. It's it's crunched up ice and snow. So it's, it's not hard to walk on, but dress like you're going to go sledding or, you know, like you're going to be outside for a while because um, really the saddest thing, we've had people drive two or three hours and it happens to be on a bitter cold day and they'll walk through and then they'll drive home and they don't get to stay and enjoy it. So dress really warmly. Um, that includes especially boots, um, preferably that have good insulation and a pretty decent sole. I've seen some designer boots that are completely slick on the bottom. I wouldn't recommend that, but dress warmly. You're going to be outside. People will stay anywhere between a half hour and an hour. Some people will stay longer. Some people will stay less. It depends if they have, you know, uh, kids that have, are tired or whatever. They may not stay as long. But dress so that you don't have to leave because you get cold. I think when we step out of the car and we put our coats on, we feel great. The longer you're standing around or walking around outside. So you could always take layers off. So that's the main thing I tell people is be ready to spend some time outside. If you're wearing plenty of layers, you won't notice the cold as much and you could really enjoy just taking it all in. And people always ask, is there food and drink there or nearby? Yes. And specifically at Lake Geneva, you have the resort there that has restaurant and then uh, outside just adjacent to the castle on your way in. You can come back out as well um, and go back into the castle. There are uh, concessions there, you know, snacks and food and hot chocolate. But they do have a restaurant right there, which, you know, a lot of people will go in there afterwards or before. Yeah, so you can just make a, a whole night of it. Yeah, and then, of course, you have downtown Lake Geneva, which has all kind of great options. Yeah, which is just a, a couple-minute car ride for people not familiar. Yeah, so, yeah. So what is your role now? I mean, do you go from site to site? Do you have kind of a manager on at each site? Or, I mean, I imagine we, you are quite busy. It's It's a busy time of year. Um, I've been really fortunate to kind of step back from the day-to-day -day having to go to each site. Like I'd be on the road or in an airplane like every week. Um, and it just, I still wasn't getting around to it. So we do have, we have some great field managers who have been with us, most of them for years now, and they're great. So that takes a load off. We have a gentleman that works for us who's one of my long-term employees. He is the VP of build, we call it. And he takes care of a lot of logistics, making sure all the parts and the supplies and the timing and everything is coming together. And he also goes around to some sites. But um, I uh, just because my proximity to the Utah castle, I tend to be up there. I like to be involved. I'm still involved in all the designs, although that has become far more collaborative now because it's always better when you can, you know, allow allow creativity to flow from everybody. This time of year, yeah, I'm busy, but it's 
you know, it's a good busy. Is it still just as much fun as it was when you were, you know, just starting this to, to create it? In a way, yes. In a way, it's more enjoyable. Now, it's not as novel because those first couple of years, I have to say, were nothing short of magical. As I, Especially that first year I discovered how to do it. It was, there's not really words to describe how it felt just miraculous and magical because this whole thing was transforming and taking shape in front of me in, in a really kind of mystical way. Uh, and so there's some of that rolls over. And even now, like after 10 or 12 years, going to an ice castle and walking through it and around is still just, I don't take too much credit for it anymore, but it is satisfying to know it's something that was started in our front yard. Um, the nice thing now is that we've ironed out a lot of bugs. There was so much trial and error for those first several years, you know, lines freezing and lights not working and, and just a, a myriad of every year there was, <laughs> countless things going on we still freeze lines and we still have issues but we've got so much experience behind us at this point it does make it it takes some of that headache out that's been really nice and are are you trying to expand into more locations or is this the right spot amount for you we, we we're looking at other locations still i i think we're gonna really one of our limiting factors is our personnel our field managers because it takes you know, some time to train them to where they're ready to run a site. And then we have to, it, I, I think we may add another site, uh, five or six, maybe way down the road, seven or eight. Uh, it's difficult to find a place with all the right ingredients. So we're looking at a place in Canada. We might go back up there next year. But uh, our main push really is just improving the experience. And if we can add another site or two down the road, then that would be great. And you're not going to leave us here in Lake Geneva, right? No. Okay, good. No, no, no. People are always worried. Oh, it might be their last year. I got to go. <laughs> no, you know what? The weather there, like we've we've dealt with some, you know, the weather there tends to be a little warmer than we prefer. And we've had some, sea, uh, you know, like historically warm years since we've been there. But even with that, the demand and the enthusiasm there is so high that yeah i think we're i think we're there to stay for sure it's it's really a, a great great place a great city speaking of demand it, like i said it is the hottest ticket and already people are starting to ask when are they coming for sale where do i get them you know they'll give their firstborn for them if they have to because it's hard <laughs> to find and they sell out really they fast are, and, and i wish we could i wish we didn't have that problem but we, we certainly want to limit the crowds because traffic and crowding can be our enemy. But uh, so unfortunately, especially on a short season, they do sell out. But um, I would just, if, if someone wanted to know, I know we're talking about it. We have to be careful not to put um, preseason sales on too early. But we're probably, mm, I would just check the website, keep an eye on the website. It's not this week. You know, you're not going to see anything go on sale this week. And when we do, it won't be, they, they'll just be like advanced purchase because uh, we can't predict the opening date until like a week ahead of time. 
unfortunately. Right. People have to be a little flexible. And, and, you know, I know some people would get upset if it was closed for the afternoon. I'm like, Hey, they didn't, you know, they can't help the 50 degree sunny weather. <laughs> oh, it's, it's so hard. It's so hard for us to try to balance that. Should we stay open? Is it, you know, first of all, if it's not safe, then this, that's a no brainer, but is it, is it going to be such a miserable experience that people are going to be upset one way or the other? So it's, it's hard. So we have our, our website, which is icecastles.com, and um, we'll announce it there. We'll also, uh, we have a Facebook page. I think it's just Ice Castles. Oh, I should know that, but we're, we're on Facebook, but uh, our website for sure will announce it. So we're a little ways off from announcing tickets on sale, but, you know, maybe, maybe go on every week and check, you know, maybe next week, check at the end of the week and see if there's anything posted. Well, great. And well, thank you for choosing Lake Geneva. We are so lucky to have the ice castles here and the locals. I know so many people that go every single year that live here. And then it just brings the tourists in from far and wide, which is just so much fun to see. And so we're very grateful that you chose us as one of your locations. Well, you're welcome. And it's, I mean, it's both ways. We're just really, we're thrilled to be able to to be in Lake Geneva because it's a great, it's really a great, it's, it's kind of the town with, with the great recipe to it. You know, we've got a few like that where it's just all the pieces align and it's a great town and the, 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 uh, the town leaders and everybody have been great to work with. So, so likewise, we're really, we're really grateful to be in Lake Geneva. Well, we'll, we'll send everybody to the website. They can find that information where the podcast is going to be posted. And, and thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us. I really, really appreciate it. Oh, you're very welcome. Anytime. Well, and as always, thanks to the listeners for letting me share my love of Lake Geneva and the wonderful people like Brent who help make it so special. I'm Karen Stray Rappaport. Join me next time as another guest takes their place in the sun. Bye for now. All right, like the morning I